slingshot deal. Huh? Man, I came in this game riding Greyhound buses. Forty hours from New Orleans to LA smelling mustard. Hustling hard so you can laugh and you can keep your opinion. Let me break my story down starting with the beginning. Sneaking in the BT awards, no tickets, I'm thugging. Flying on my Alrighty folks, how you doing? Welcome back to the True Results 303 Podcast. Once again, I am Russell, your host. I want to thank you for tuning in. I know your time is very valuable. You're spending it with me and I appreciate it. Hopefully, while you are listening to these podcasts, you are learning something that you can apply to your life and hopefully that you can use to become a leader and help those around you lifting others up because once again, that's what it's all about. Right? So once again, that is one of my favorite rappers. D1, and that song was called Slingshot David, and once again at the end, I will play right where I left off, let you hear a little bit of his music, but that's my uh, favorite rapper right now is D1, Christian Conscious Rapper. Uh, Once again, don't forget to visit the website, True Results 303, pick up your free downloads, setting goals, fitness, and nutrition. Also, follow on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, and the YouTube channel. All those links will be in the description box. And I just want to thank all of you for tuning in once again. Today, I'm going to talk about journaling for success, writing for success. You know, writing, in my opinion, is kind of a lost art. Nobody writes anymore, and I struggle with it as well. uh, But I try to incorporate it into my daily habit. And in reality, I think it's truly... Uh, when you watch some other videos or hear people talk, it's one of those five, six, seven, ten, whatever habits that all successful people do. You know, I have a, I have, I have a feeling of that, and I think what's best is, you know, it just allows you to be you, to think freely. So when we are doing this, we want to make sure that we are in a quiet room, just with ourselves and our own thoughts. We don't want to be listening to something, you know, unless it's, it would be more of like classical music or music without words, right? We want to have our own thoughts. So that's going to be the first thing. We want to make sure that we are always alone in a quiet place, okay? Um, So what can we do? I'm going to just go over, you know, different types of journaling, different types of typing or writing, um, different things that you can do that I think will benefit you in the long run, helping you achieve your goals, And those around you, of course, because that's what it's always about. So one is always just going to be that list of gratitude. You know, having that attitude of gratitude is a really popular phrase, right? I know if you're a spiritual person, you know, that's always the biggest thing. We tend to focus on a lot of the negativity in our life uh, when in reality there is a lot of great things going on. We have been blessed greatly by our Creator. And we need to make sure that we are always seeing that before we see negativity. So I want that to be your number one thing. Uh, Just jot down, you know, first thing in the morning. And for me, journaling, it is best uh, doing these types of things first thing in the morning. Try to do it before you've let the world, uh, you know, motivate you and get you into a certain way of thinking. Right? Once you start listening, if you're listening to rap music, some sad music, the news... You unfortunately now have somewhat, you know, this is going to be a, not the greatest word to use, but you've slightly been corrupted because now you've had these other thoughts that you have encountered. Same thing when you listen to interviews of 
songwriters or artists, right? They say they keep that pen and pad by their nightstand, by their bed, because they wake up in the middle of the night with these great ideas and they don't want to lose them because we all know it's hard to remember our dreams or you know things like that. So that's where they say they get a lot of their creative and artistic view in life. Um, so once again, I would say first thing in the morning, that's something you want to do. I think the next important list or writing that you should be doing, and I think I mentioned this before in kind of my episode of starting the journey, starting your journey, and it's going to be intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. So once again, it's just creating a list, uh, pros and cons even, right? Um, but this intrinsic and extrinsic motivation, when we are driven in life, we are usually driven by X intrinsic motivation, right? External, something from the outside. We let that affect us. So you can create those. You know, what are those things? If we're in weight loss, that's like, I want to look better. I think my husband, my wife will like me better. This person will like me better. And those are okay goals or reasons to have, excuse me, in your life. But those are the ones that usually don't last, right? If that's the only type of goal you have in life, something external, that's where you're going to struggle to have long-term success in life. Got to remember that. That's It's going to be difficult to maintain that level of success in life. So the main thing is intrinsic, inner things. Why do you want this from your innermost being, right? Your soul, your spirit. What is driving you? You know, that's where they say when times get hard, you've got to remember sometimes it's not about the scale and it's not about losing the weight and outer appearance, but maybe you're on a bunch of medication. Are you now off of medication? You might not have lost any weight, but you have gained freedom from prescription drugs, right? So now your health is better. Or same thing when people get stuck with the scale, they see they haven't lost weight, they haven't, uh, you know, the scale is not showing them the number they like, but their pants are becoming looser. Well, you've gained muscle and lost fat. That's what we want. A lot of people, when we lose weight, they don't understand that uh, majority of the time they're just losing muscle because they're not eating properly. But if you're seeing the scale not change, but your clothes are fitting better, then you're doing something right. And I think we, you know, make this for anything, intrinsic, extrinsic. Why do you want to make more money? Well, extrinsic, I want a nice car. I want things, right? That material possession, which is fine. uh, But I think a spiritual person, um, you know, someone on the the journey of spirit and soul and oneness with God and others, uh, you need to have that intrinsic, you know. That's where it comes to like, I want to start, you know, what what do they call it? Philanthropy, something like that, where you want to start a foundation, Uh, You want to help those in need, those intrinsic motivations is doing things because it's the right thing to do. So once again, it's knowing that, yes, money is valuable, but once again, it's not using it all just for you and for those selfish gains, but how can you make the world a better place uh, with the resources that you've been given? So think of ways that you can create intrinsic and extrinsic motivational lists that are going to help you achieve the goals that you're looking for. Next, I'm going to go with daily journaling. This is the same thing. Just what are your goals? Um, Just thoughts about yourself, your sorrows in life, your struggles in life. I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. So even if it is something negative, it can help you. 
right? If you learn from the lesson, you've got to dissect it. Why did this happen? What did I do leading up to this? And if you um, go back and listen to my podcast on the seven deadly sins, there's the seven deadly sins, but then there's also what they call the daughter sins, right? And these are the small little things to where if you come from a Christian background or a Catholic background, right, we have the mortal sins and the venial sins. And that's what the seven deadly sins are, those mortal sins. Those are the ones that, you know, are almost unforgivable. God's always going to forgive. But for those, those are if you're in the Catholic community where you cannot receive communion if you have a seven, one of the seven deadly sins um, upon your spirit and your soul. Uh, the venial sins, though, can be taken away. But those venial sins are almost can be considered the daughters of the sins. And these are the small little things that we don't think um, have you know, uh, great consequences. But once they repeat over and over again and you continually, you become habitual with these things, then it leads you to one of the seven deadly sins. Uh, I was listening to a, Ma a Matthew Kelly talk and this is something somewhat similar to it. You know, he says the same thing like when you first uh, wash your car, right? First of all, you're taking all the trash out all the time. You're making sure there's no trash in it. And then, you know, the first couple of days. And then after about day three or four, maybe it's Sunday, you went to church, you've got the church bulletin. And next thing you know, well, I'll just set it right here in the back seat neatly and then I'll throw it away later, right? The next thing you know, you go to the gym, you have your water bottle, I'll put it back here, I'll get it later. And then those things just slowly roll and continue to happen. Next thing you know, your car is a mess. And that's what happens with these, uh, the daughters, I think it was called the daughters of the sins, um, and then, of course, like the venial sins leading to more uh, moral sins, mortal sin. But once again, it's knowing these things within your life, writing them, contemplating, thinking about your journey. And once again, that's why I say you always want to be journaling and doing these things in the quietness of your own heart and your own spirit. We don't want these outer motivations and these outer influences that are going to lead us in a direction that is not really our direction. And this one is, um, I joined a group called the Young Catholic Professionals. Um, and once again, we take, you don't have to be Catholic. You don't even have to be a Christian. You can go to those. So in my opinion, uh, whatever city you are in right now, it's uh, in multiple states in the United States. But I think they're also trying to venture out overseas into Europe and things like that. They're having a little bit of um, interest in those areas. But once again, check it out and go. It's, it's a good time. And we just had a speaker called Barry, if I remember right, I didn't look it up, Barry Ro Rowan. And I'm sure this dude is a multimillionaire. He talked about how he bought companies, sold companies, helped rebuild companies that were going under. And he talked about the value of journaling. And this man had to be probably in his 50s or 60s. And he talked about, as of right now, he had a running count on journals of seven thousand pages he has written and he keeps them seven thousand pages this man has wrote in his daily journals and once again this is a, probably a millionaire you know he didn't talk about his money but i would i would believe just knowing the story and the background behind his business experience he's most likely a millionaire all right and like i said once again this is just one of those things when you look at a list of the most successful people this is going to be on that list a majority of the time, along with exercise, meditation, and all these other things. Um, and once again, I think a great thing about this is, I have a story about my buddy Drew, not a successful man, uh, but not a spiritual man. 
And his grandfather passed away a couple years ago, and he went there to help him sort through the things, his his father, grandfather's possessions, and and uh, go to the funeral. And he said he found this book, and it was some Christian book. Um, I don't remember. It wasn't a Bible. It was something simple, you know, 50, 60 pages. And his grandfather had read it multiple times. And at the front of it, he had highlighted stuff, right? Well, throughout the whole book, he had highlighted. And then in the front, he had kind of like the key of the year that he re that he read it and then that would be the color of that highlight you know so it'd be like 1970 was fluorescent green 1975 was pink 1984 was blue right so he thought it was really amazing how he could see what portions of the book caught his grandfather's eye heart mind spirit as his own grandfather matured in life and that's what i think journaling can do as well right you might never meet your grandchildren your great grandchildren even maybe um you know you unfortunately there might be a death and and your children might not know you and this journaling is a way for them to connect with you in a way that you never thought possible a way of leaving a legacy and uh teachable moments to those that are most important to you so, you know, if anything, I think that's a very valuable uh, reason in itself why you should be journaling. Just because you never know who it's going to touch. Same thing with me and my YouTube channel. Yeah, I don't have, you know, the greatest following right now. I think I finally got up to about 168 um, subscribers, you know. And those are people that hopefully watch the videos um, at some point because every time I put a video out, I don't get 168 views. Um, but those are the people that have subscribed and hopefully in some way, shape or form, something I put out there is going to help them. You know, we've been given this blessing of social media and unfortunately we, and the internet and unfortunately we are using it in a negative way. And now it's just another way for you to do something positive with it and to spread love and to hopefully help others. Um, so that's kind of what my YouTube channel and these podcasts are. It's my journal, my life, my experiences, the things that have helped me. And I'm just trying to pass them along to you and hoping that uh, you can do the same. That's why I say you must share it with other people. Next is going to be we've always been told we need to food journal. Journaling your food, right? Unfortunately, when we do this, we just kind of write down what we ate. How many grams of protein were in it? How many grams of carbs? How many grams of fat? How many calories and what time of day? And we just kind of use it as a way to count calories versus we need to, how are we emotionally? How are we mentally? What state of mind were we in when we were consuming these foods? Because the majority of the time people will emotionally eat. And in reality, it has nothing to do I mean, of course, we all you could say calories in versus calories out. But in reality, it's a mental game. And we are just unstable and unhappy inside. And once we can find that true deep connection of why we consume food the way we do, then we will be closer to understanding the real problem. Okay? So once again, I hope that is going to be something that I food journaling the right way next is going to be the power hour i can't remember who i was uh, listening to it was a podcast 
Um, and the, whoever this gentleman was talked about the power hour. I don't know if he called it the power hour. That's just what I'm calling it. And what it is is you sit down for one hour and you write things you want to succeed in, with in life. Accomplishments that you want to make in your life. And it could be something, you know, and he says the reason why it takes an hour and you need, and it might have even been a hundred things, you know, it truly might have been a hundred things you need to do. But if not, I know it was definitely an hour. And it's the reason why you have to go so long and you have to, to write down so many is because usually we're superficial. Like I said before, we're selfish. One of them's going to be, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to do this, you know, then eventually it's going to turn into something like, I want to help people become more spiritual. I want to learn how to cook better so I can eat healthier. And you start getting into those deep and meaningful questions in your life and finding the purpose that you really want for yourself and for others. So it's sitting down, taking an hour of quiet time and just asking yourself the questions of what you want to uh, complete in life and what and how you want to change the world and finding those real deep down intrinsic motivational questions and answers in your own life. So the power hour, right? Next is going to be writing letters. Once again, I think this is a, a really, you know, unfortunately a lost art. And so I've come up with some things. I think in my opinion, you know, we always want to buy people gifts. And I think this is something that my mother struggled with this Christmas. If it's like my cousins and stuff, I'll try to buy them something that is of value, I think. This year I bought everybody puzzles is what I bought for uh, Christmas. So my cousin, she likes tigers. So I bought her and her husband a tiger puzzle. And for me, it's a tiger puzzle. They have a lot of tiger stuff in their house. But now it's something that the two of them can bond and connect over, hopefully, and, and do a puzzle together and get that quiet time to be alone with each other. My cousin Matt and Don, just to kind of mess around with them, I gave them Beauty and the Beast. And I told my mom, Don's the Beauty, Matt's the Beast. You know, so it's just simple things like that. Um, but once again, it's it's writing them a letter on their birthday about how important they are to you, to the family in general. You know, I think those things um, definitely hold more value, you know, that sentimental value. Those things that are irreplaceable. And sometimes it's easier to write these things in a letter than they are to say, right? Because when we speak those things, we feel uh, vulnerable. And we don't like to feel that way. We don't want that. We don't want to feel vulnerable in front of others. So the easiest thing to do is to write a letter. Same thing with me and my YouTube videos and my podcast. My goddaughter always used to try to watch my videos in front of me. And it's like, I don't want to see that. I don't really care. You know, I don't want to hear it. I don't like the sound of my voice. Uh, so when it came down to it, I told her, you can't watch the videos in front of me. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. Um, so same thing. Do that with your parents, with your cousins, with your grandparents, uh, with your children. Right? Write your children letters about how great they are. Because unfortunately, in heated discussions, we say things that we do not mean. And sometimes we say them just to hurt others. And I think that's something that we need to be careful of. And if you can write these letters to your our children to let them know, you know that we are only human, and and do it in a place where you don't have to feel as vulnerable, that'll help. Uh, one thing going with that is I heard somebody say, and this is pretty clever, that you know it was like every year or every month, however often you want to do it, create an email account 
for your son or your daughter. And, you know, every year, uh, write a letter to them, write an email to them. And then when they turn 18, you give them the password to their email address. And they can go through and read that little journal that you have for them. I thought that was very interesting. Uh, I, was, I was reading something to where the, a guy did the same thing um, to his future wife. He wrote letters about his sorrows and his struggles of being single. And then when he found his wife and going through the beginning of their relationship, um, some of the, and that's something that he gave to her. I'm not that romantic, to tell you the truth, so that's probably something I would never do. Uh, but once again, I think it's something great for those of you out there that, um, you know, need something along those lines. And it's writing, and, it, and it's beautiful. You know, I think once that, if, if you're a horrible speller, writing's going to help, right? Uh, communicating. This is going to help you become a better communicator, all this writing. Um, and the next is just that letter to God. I think you should always be writing a letter to God. And, you know, your plans and, you know, I think they always say, you know, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans, right? Uh, but just a way of writing to God. Next is going to be creating a budget, writing your budget out. You know, I think a lot of people struggle to become financially independent and it's because we do not write out a budget. And know how to use our money. Where's our money going? I, I have a whole podcast, I'm sure. If not, it's a definitely... No, it's a, it's a podcast. About a couple podcasts ago. But I definitely have YouTube videos as well. as Budgeting 101. Uh, best ways to save money. Things that I've done that, that work for me. You know, in reality, it's just don't spend money. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter what the budget is if you've never... Act, if you don't follow it. Truth be told don't follow it it's not gonna work but at least you you put in the work to create one and hopefully you um, use it and last but not least this is one I've got from an, an older rapper that I listen to now community activist killer Mike um, write to your government officials what are you struggling with in life what what are you unhappy with about when they make these promises to the people and they don't follow through. And I think the thing that he said best was, you know, you need to start small. It's not about writing Trump or whoever. Start with your, who's your governor? Who's your mayor? These are the people that truly affect your life on a day-to-day -day basis. I know Trump's probably doing a lot of things right now that people don't like. Um, but once again, a lot of those things do not really impact you or me, you know, or not on an extreme of a level as it is other people. Uh, but once again, your mayor, the decisions he makes, your governor, the decisions that, that they make, the, uh, your school board, your school districts, these decisions that are being made by these political people are the ones that are affecting you the most. And you need to start expressing yourself. And once again, these people, this is that's how politicians usually work. They start at the at the county and the state level, and they work their way up into the national government, the bigger governments. So if you are starting to select and communicate with the politicians closest to you, these are, once again, the people that are most likely going to be in higher offices later on down the road, 5, 10, 15 years. So these are the people that you need to be expressing your feelings to because they are making decisions that are truly 
going to affect your life. Alrighty, folks. So there you have it. That's it. Journaling for success. Writing for success. Those were um, the, my, let's see, when I look here, the eight tips. So one is gratitude. Intrinsic, extrinsic motivation is number two with a pros and cons list. Food journaling. Daily journaling. The power hour. Um, letters to be written to family members, to God, to your children, creating a budget, and last but not least, writing your local officials. So once again, I hope this helps. I hope it gives you um, some thoughts and gives you some time to sit and think about if any of this can help you or help those around you. And just remember that it always starts with you. So you've got to be the one to willing willing to make the change before others will change. They have to see you change. Right? Lead by example. And you know, like that famous term, never ask somebody to do something that you wouldn't. So I hope this helps not only you, those around you to become better, to move on that path to success. So once again, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. Um, don't forget to follow on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, the YouTube channel as well, um, nutrition, fitness, exercise demonstrations, workout demonstrations, um, a lot of great stuff there. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Don't forget to tell somebody about it. Share it on your social media platforms. That would help me greatly. And now we will end with a little bit of D1, the slingshot David. I'll give you the, the first verse. And until next time, stay strong and keep striving. Right in his hand, he ignored me, so I threw it at him when he hopped in his van. Man, I crashed on everybody's sofa from LA to New York. Did it with a three person team. My brain, my voice, and my heart. It wasn't no lame, it wasn't no lame for what it is that I do. Nobody ain't never put no dime on. I paid all these dudes. I had no top dog, no Brian Williams, no Ben Watson, no Zach Quinn, no Travis Town, no Turkey Man. So what would I look like catch a fit? I'm grinding, I'm thumping. You think not? You bugging. I'm the number one hustler alive. End of discussion. Vision, vision is an army. Better yet, an even. So it.